0: We have on the line with us Teresa Park, the Executive Director of the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission. And Teresa, thank you for joining us today. You're on WHAV-FM.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, uh, I, uh, uh, first off, congratulations on the uh, on the new job. How, how long have you uh, been the Executive Director now?
1: Um, so I started at the end of February. So, um, just right in time for COVID to hit. Um, and it has been a really interesting experience so far. So, um, but I think that, uh, what I can say is there's a great team of people that's already, um, they were already working in the organization. So it made my transition fairly smooth from that perspective.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, uh, how would, uh, how would COVID-19 have an effect on the, the planning commission?
1: So um, the Planning Commission, we are a quasi-public entity and much like public entities, the work that we do have um, uh, a lot of public process, so public meetings and things of that nature. So COVID-19 has a direct bearing in how we conduct those meetings, for example, and so we have to make sure that Um, there are no barriers to people being able to attend and participate in these meetings. And also, um, because we represent 15 communities in the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission region, um, we need to make sure in working with communities that we could continue to support them in the work that they do, one being how do um, municipalities respond to the challenges posed by COVID-19, particularly to small businesses um, and the impacts it's having on them
0: uh you have uh, uh, the wide range of things that you have to uh keep an eye on and uh, as you mentioned you you've got 15 uh, communities that you're working with and and I guess yeah they uh they would use you as a um, as a sounding board for uh, for projects right
1: um yeah so what we like to think of ourselves is is a we're added capacity to what commun- municipalities can do um, so, you know, municipal staff, in order to, you know, from planning standpoint, transportation planning, community and economic development, you know, they have a certain bandwidth in, in what they can do, and sometimes situations like COVID-19 just really sort of pushes them over. What we can do is we could be that additional capacity that they could look towards to help supplement the work that they're doing. So, for example, um, what we have the ability to do is, gather together um these municipalities so they could uh share lessons learned, best practices. So they one, don't feel like they're out there on their own dealing with these challenges. Uh and two, there are times when um uh the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. So we're able to um almost like facilitate or streamline the Um, search for and access to possible solutions to the problems that they're having.
0: Okay. So uh, why don't you tell us about uh, some of the projects that you've been working on recently?
1: Sure. Um, So there's actually some pretty interesting, exciting things. There are things that are more baseline in the work that the Planning Commission does. Um, So there are four um, areas of core competency that the Planning Commission is involved in. So there's transportation, um, environmental work, GIS, as well as community and economic development. Um, And a couple more recent one-off type of projects that I think um, your audience might find interesting, one which is um, made possible by some um, early funding from Senator DiZoglio, which allowed us to do two things. One, which is to look at the Merrimack River and thinking about how we can recognize it as a resource and an asset, and how can we... um, and what's needed to move forward in better protecting it as a resource and maximizing its potential. So there is a Merrimack River District Commission um, and the steering committee that's been in its formation, and uh, so we're starting the early works to get that launched. Um, in addition, um, we have been working with Newburyport in a early alert sy- notification system which means that whenever there's a um heavy storm and there's a um combined sewer overflow, there's some release that occurs in the Merrimack River that then travels down the river towards Newburyport. Port. And we know that the Merrimack River um, is used for a lot of different things. It's a um drinking water, it's a recreational amenity and so when as the um the CS overflow flows to the um to Newberry Port, um the t- the city just wants to make sure that the water condition was such that people who may kayak in it um uh, paddleboard um uh, can do it safely so we're we've been working with the city to help launch um the notification system and so we're really excited um to see that moving forward um and then we've been you know we work with municipalities um individual municipalities a number of things from economic environmental resiliency through the municipal vulnerability preparedness planning process that we take communities through we're the conduit um, trying to facilitate the green communities designation um, we are um, we help uh, we help the uh, mass dots in 10 to $11 mil- million dollars worth of transportation funding that gets allocated to different communities. Um, we have a actually a very recent data portal um, on our website, mbpc.org, that's really helpful for... Um, looking at information on, on a municipal by, by municipal, by municipality or as a region as, as a whole. And you could actually, it's also connected to a mapping tool, so you could see the information all mapped out as well. So a lot of different things. Um, and as, you know, things that I have described are the things that we could bring to the table to really support the work that's happening on the ground by the municipality and, um and making a positive impact on the way people live, um, work, or play.
0: Oh yeah, you're certainly uh, helping out all the uh, communities in the uh, in the region as well. All those that are members of the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission. Man, you're doing an awful lot of work. Um, we've had uh, the uh, Merrimack River Council, on, uh, well, uh, Watershed Council on. Uh, had John McCone on from there. And uh, last time he was talking about flags uh, as a warning system. Is there something uh, else in the works for that, or is it uh, going to be uh, settling in on flags, or is it undecided at this time?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're looking at how it will fully be deployed, um, but we're looking at a um, a sort of a dashboard um, that could tell you, whether the condition you know it's a, it's sort of a flag but not an actual flag it's more like a um web based flag uh, where you might get a green flag for um if the condition is um is good for outdoor activities on the river um or red flags if where you may not want to engage in them so, um, sounds like I'm not familiar with the original tool, but sounds like it's very similar. But it might just be made available in a slightly different way.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, in fact, uh, tomorrow uh, the, uh, there's a kayak company that's going to be opening up in in Haverhill to uh, rent the kayaks. Uh, Plum Island Kayak. They're opening up a second base, so uh, that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, and, and I'm sure that they've taken some of your information to uh, you know to to make their plans.
1: Uh, well it hasn't been released just yet. Um we hope to release it uh, sometime very we're working very hard to get released as quickly as possible so people can take advantage of it. Um but um it it is interesting how I believe there's like about a um 2 hour travel time of course that could vary between Haverhill and Newburyport for example which I just learned. Um so it is interesting all the um uh all the considerations and thinking through how you um you know uh, determine the quality of the water as it makes it, as it meanders down um down its path
0: <laughs> that's right yeah and we all need to meander don't we <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes we do <laughs> okay
0: all right well Teresa, we're going to have to get you back on because uh, you know you're you're one of these organizations, the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission, one of these organizations that do an awful lot, but uh, but people might not quite understand what you're doing or, or why you're doing it.
1: Um, sure, we'll be happy. i It's hard to cover so much of the work that we do in such a short amount of time, so I'm happy to come back. And I would just add that you know we have, if you're interested in different specific topics. Um, our program managers are very talented, as well as our commissioners, who represent the 15 communities in the um, in the in the region. So, um, we're happy to come back um, and look forward to another invitation in the future.
0: Oh, you bet! You'll have that. Uh, thank you so much, and and we will be talking with you a little bit later on.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right, Teresa Park, the Executive Director of the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission, our guest this morning. Here on The Wave, 97.9, WHAV-FM. Wake up with Windham Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, WHAV.